Bible coffee talk. Valley Dentier. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Bible Coffee Talk with me, Allie Benfield. I'm so happy you're tuning in. I hope you're well and living your best life for Jesus Christ. On my podcast, we talk about subjects that some, if not most of us, are going through, dealing with, or just want more information about. But we apply the Bible and our love for our Savior, Jesus Christ, hoping that it will enrich our lives and help us as we walk righteously in obedience with the Holy Spirit. And we do it while enjoying a hot cup of coffee together. Because after all, this is a fellowship between friends. Am I right? So grab your coffee and your Bible and let's learn more about Jesus Christ together. Sound good? Awesome. Let's dive in. Welcome to Bible Coffee Talk. I'm your host, Allie Hoffman. On this show, we talk about God, the Bible, issues of the world, trials and tribulations. You know, no big whoop, just Bible Coffee Talk. <laughs> With me today is my, my guest co-host, Justin Hoffman. Honey, yeah. say hello. Yeah, also your husband, <laughs> right? Uh, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, how are you doing? How's everyone doing? Well, I'm good. Oh, I'm that's doing good. good. That's I'm good. drinking my coffee. I'm drinking my coffee. It's a Tim Hortons coffee tonight. Yeah, it is. It's delicious. It's Tim Hortons. It's tasty. It's fantastic, I'll tell you. <laughs> the Hoffmans are here. It's not Sanka anymore. Yeah, it's not Sanka. <laughs> we left the Sanka at home today. Oh, my goodness. Okay, why don't you tell, okay. our, why don't you tell our listeners what we're talking about today, baby? Well, before I do, my darling, <laughs> I just want to say that I've had to change my opening line. And the reason for that is that there is a celebrity who uh, has a YouTube channel, and that's how they start off their intro to their videos. Mm-hmm. And they are very worldly. They yeah. are everything against God. And that is, uh-uh, that's nah, a big no-no for me. No-no. I don't want to be associated. I don't want to have any links or ties to them or have them. anybody say, oh, you're doing an opening just like, I'm not going to say their name. Yeah. So I'd rather just completely change the entire opening statement of my mm-hmm. podcast, which is why we're doing the whole Bible coffee talk. No big whoop. It's yeah, no, big, no whoop. big whoop. All right. Now I'm going to throw it over to the Lord for his blessing and approval. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, we just come before you. We give you thanks for this day. We give you thanks for all the ways that you provide for us and meet our needs. Lord, I ask you to send your Holy Spirit down to minister to us, to fill us with his presence. Uh, I ask that every word out of my mouth and Justin's mouth be pleasing to the Holy Spirit so that we're able to plant seeds for your kingdom. We ask you for these things and we thank you for all these things in your precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Honey, Amen. Okay. What's the topic about tonight? Uh, so today we're talking about uh, something that uh, I, I basically went into and we went into on my newest video. I have a YouTube channel, by the way, and uh, we were talking about how the King James Version is the only true version of the Bible. It's the only true yep. translation of the Greek and Hebrew text. Yep. And in the other translations, which I believe are 400 or more translations yep. other than the King James Version, <laughs> you're going to find Catholic manuscripts that it was originally translated from. You do. The actual, there are so many different verses that are taken out of uh, the NIV Bible, the ESV Bible, the... Uh, NIV. I said the NIV. Yeah, you said the NIV? Okay, New uh, Living Translation. The New Living... Common English. Uh, so many. There's 400 yeah, different there's versions lots, of yeah. the Bible, and the only one that has not had anything removed from the original Greek Hebrew texts 
is King the King James yeah. Version Bible. And there is a lot of uh, debate. You have some people saying that's not true, and you have some people saying, yes, it is. So it's a back and forth. Mm-hmm. But I'll just leave you with this, that there are several, and I'm only giving you a handful so that you can see. I mean, if let me just say this. If something's being dishonest once, then any other time, it's going to be dishonest as well, yeah, I find. So. Right. In this case, you have something like the um, the NIV, the ESV Bible, mm-hmm. and I use those two because those are the most common uh, Bibles used for Christians. Out of that, those two Bibles alone, I'm only going to share with you maybe about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven verses from the Bible where these verses you won't find in the NIV or the ESV Bible. Mm-hmm. They are. And I'm going to say them slowly so you can write them down and you can verify for yourself. Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. Matthew 18, verse 11. Matthew 23, verse 14. Mark chapter 7, verse 16. Mark chapter 9, verses 44 and 46. Mark chapter 11, verse 26. Luke chapter 17, verse 36. John chapter 5, verse 4. Acts chapter 8, verse 37, Acts chapter 15, verses 34, and Acts chapter 24, verse 7. Now again, those are only 10 verses that I have found that are not in these these Bibles other than the King James Version Bible. Mm-hmm. And let me just say, there are more, but these are only 10, because if I had listed them all, this podcast would be going on for a very long time. Yeah. Now, the fact that there's 10 that I've just given you that are missing, and I'm telling you that there are more, that ought to right there be enough reason for you to stop using and reading these Bibles. It's just, it's it's not godly. It's not proper. Um, the Bible says, and it's very, very clear, and let me see here, Revelation 22, verse 18 to 19, and if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. It's very clear. Don't take anything out of God's holy word. Yeah. And yeah, and absolutely. there's other verses. Honey, read There's me. other verses. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, here's one in Deuteronomy 4, 2 that says, You shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it. And ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I commanded you. And there's one, another one in Deuteronomy 12, 32 that says later in this same book of law, Moses repeated and the abomination in similar words. He said, what things soever I command you, observe to do it. Thou shalt not add thereto nor diminish from it. And the thing is like, it's just, it's not just the new living translation. I mean, even the amplified version, the amplified actually uh, adds to the King James and adds things that shouldn't be in there. You know, like it's it's not a true translation. The King James Version, if you do research on it, you'll see that it was an actual team of men that King James had summoned to translate the text to new Hebrew, new Greek, and it was translated right. from a Christian standpoint. And God used that text to get through to man and it's the only true christian bible that there is right now there is and the fact that there's 400 different versions of the bible is disgusting Mm -hmm. it's disgusting have you ever played the game hot potato you know uh no maybe not hot potato hot secret that's what it's called so you get a line of people somebody starts off by whispering a secret in the first person's ear Mm -hmm. and down the line 
that secret changes and it changes and it changes. And by the time it reaches the end of the line, the person at the end of the line has to repeat and say out loud what the secret was. And I would say 100% of the time, by the time that reached the end of the line, it didn't match anything that the first person had whispered. Yeah. And that's what's what's wrong with all these different Bibles is that it's added to, it's taken away, it's it's translated incorrectly. Well, yeah, it is. And plus, I mean, that may, the, uh, the original manuscript that a lot of these translations were translated from was found in a Catholic museum. That's right. So it wasn't actually a Christian Bible to begin with. And that's why it's, it's translated wrong. Like, I mean, the King James is actually translated the right way and the way God wants us to read the Bible. That's his, his word, you know, and, and we should only go to the King James Version. And even in some of these churches that you go to, a lot of them don't put out a Bible. They will say what the scripture is, but they don't encourage anybody to use their Bible, to bring their Bible, to look up the scripture that they're saying. They expect them to take it at face value. So, you know, in Mark something something, this is what it says. But they don't say, turn to your Bibles Mm -hmm. and look at what it says. Or turn in your King James Version Bible and read with me, along with me, what it says. They don't do that. And a lot of them don't even have the King James Version Bible. Dare I say that even Baptist churches, and I've been to so many of them, uh, because that's how I was raised, a born-again Baptist Christian, Mm -hmm. um, that they don't even have the King James Version Bible in their pews. And a lot of the pews behind them in the back of the pew would be this little shelf that would have an offering card it would have you know a visitor card it would have a hymn book and it would have a bible for visitors coming to the church that didn't have a bible they could you know look up the scripture that the pastor is is referring to the thing is is that the scripture that the pastor is referring to and encouraging the people to look up they're looking it up in an NIV bible that's not a christian bible that's no. a catholic Bible. Even the New King James Version Bible, that's still not a King James Version Bible. No, it's not, it's no. a Catholic Bible. It's a Catholic Bible. Yeah, like, I mean, even the New King James isn't the original translation that translated from the Greek and Hebrew text. And, I mean, like, this is probably a topic for another podcast, but if you are at a church where you're tithing and they're telling you that God will bless you because you're tithing, get out. Because that is a false doctrine, and anybody who's following the prosperity or the faith gospel, get out, because it's a complete false doctrine. It's not what the Word of God says at all. Right, right. In fact, Jesus said to the rich man, give up your riches, give it to the poor, take up the cross and follow me. He never said, you know, you to have a better life, you know, if you want riches, if you want health, if you want, you know, fame or any of that, uh, tithe to the church and receive a blessing. He never said that. He never said that. And any pastor, minister that's telling you that, run, flee, flee, because they are, they are wolves and sheep. That's it. That's it, baby. They are. Um, and so when I say that the, the King James version Bible, a lot of people say it's really hard to understand. It's so difficult because it's in that ye, they, nay, you know, um, but, but if you're reading words it, have significance though. They like, do. When they say "ye," they're talking to one person. When they're saying "yea," they're talking to many. That's right. So they, each one has significance. And if you pray and you ask the Holy Spirit to give you discernment yes, when you babe. read the Bible, that is going to open it up to you like you would not believe. You can do nothing in your on your own Amen. or in your Amen. own timing, yeah. on your own 
uh, worth. You Mm -hmm. can only do anything and everything through Jesus Christ. So if you're having a hard time reading the King James Version Bible, you don't understand it, you can't break it down, you can't comprehend it, don't do it on your own. Before you crack that Bible open and read it, ask the Holy Spirit to help you, Mm -hmm. to give you discernment, to reveal his truth to you, to help you with comprehension, to help you with with understanding what it is you're reading, to to put on your heart and in your spirit what he wants you to know. I can't tell you how many times Justin and I have read the book of Revelation. Mm -hmm. So many, so many times. And every time I do, I always walk away with something new because the Holy Spirit reveals certain things in his timing for me to read and understand. And that's how he works. You can read the Bible a hundred times and every time you're picking up a hundred new truths if you read it with the Holy Spirit's help. That's right. I read the, I read the whole book, the whole Bible, the entire Bible when I was 15 years old. And I read it cover to cover and a lot of things in Revelation made no sense at mm. that time. And very I just, symbolic. Yeah, very symbolic. That's what I passed it up to as symbol, symbolism. And I thought, well, John, when he was on the Isle of Patmos, that's what he was given. He was given the symbolic message. Mm. But the more time goes on, the more the Holy Spirit reveals a lot of things in that book to me. Right. And it's so prevalent in our world. The book of Revelation has a lot of people are saying is unfolding in in front of our very eyes right now. Absolutely it is. Absolutely. There's no getting away from it. If you're a Christian, you cannot deny the things of the world that are unfolding, the prophecy, the, the, the Bible has, and I have it written down in my Bible, something like 800 biblical prophecies that have already come true. Yeah. And I mean, you get all these these uh, astrologers and psychics and mediums and, you know, making these these claims, you know, Nostradamus that said, you know, the end of the world is. And then, you know, with the um, the whole uh, what's that Mayan calendar thing? Mm -hmm. And they said, you know, 2012 is the end of the world. And you know what? Nobody knows. The angels don't know. Jesus Christ doesn't know. Yeah. Nobody knows when he is coming back to collect his, his bride, his church, other than God. That's it. Nobody knows. And you've got these Christians that are, you know, um, sorry, we're on location right now, if you can't tell by the traffic. Um, <laughs> you've got these Christians that say, you know, I've cracked the code and, you know, September, you know, Jesus is coming back in September, you know, 2021. And, you know, Jesus is coming. That is a load of garbage yeah. don't listen yeah, to don't it listen to that. if yeah. jesus doesn't know what to, what to anybody anywhere on this earth think that they're going to know more than yeah. jesus christ only does. god knows only, only the god Father knows, knows. Yeah. and the the king james version bible if you're reading anything else stop yeah. stop because you're not getting a true translation mm-hmm. things have been taken out so i mean that alone if you're if you're faith-based and you love the Holy Spirit and you love Jesus Christ, then you're going to want to be obedient to him and you're going to want to read the true Bible that he gave his people. Yeah. The NIV, the ESV, uh, uh, the, the Living New Bible, Living the New Living Translation. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing. None of those are true. Yeah. And you can argue till you're blue in the face, but I didn't write the Bible, so you're only arguing with yourself. I mean, that's kind of like nailing jello to a wall. There's no (laughs) point in that. Like, it's just, it's useless. Exactly. Um, Do yourself a favor. Pick up a King James Version Bible. Research. You know, there's words in the Bible. If you don't know, like, with the whole ye and yay, research. Look things up. You know, life is not an easy ride. And if it is, you're not getting its full potential out of it. Mm -hmm. Nothing in life is easy. Yeah, it takes work. Sure. 
And we've learned that the hard way. We have. So when it comes to reading the Bible, do your research. Don't take anything at face value or anybody's opinion. Look it up. Look it up. Yeah, you know, look up words. Yeah. And how many times when we're reading the Bible, baby, do I not say to you, hold on, hold on, what does that word mean? Yeah. And we go many and we times, look it up yeah. and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll take a, a pen and I'll go in my Bible, I'll circle that word I don't understand, and yeah. I'll write the meaning on top. So the next time that I'm reading that passage, I can read the word that I understand, but I'm still seeing the original word below. Yeah. Um well, I mean, That's, like, you know, in the book of Daniel, he talks about how technology will be on the rise in the last days and how people will be traveling to and fro. And, and I mean, the good thing about technology being on the rise is, is we have these smartphones in our hands that we can look up the original Greek translation, mm-hmm. like how it was translated right from the Greek or from the Hebrew and see the, ori- the original word because a lot of that will get lost in other translations. Yes. And it's not lost in the King James Version. You read the King James Version and it's the absolute correct translation and those men got it right and God knows that and it's the only, that's why it's the only Christian Bible because a lot of those things are admitted by the Catholic Church from any other translation that you'll read. You have to be careful. You have Satan is the great deceiver. Yeah, and he is. he just he is so thrilled when he deceives somebody or leads them astray from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And if you follow him, you're sinning. Yeah. <laughs> you're sinning. There's, you know, you can call a, a rose a tulip, but it's still a rose. You can say you're not sinning, but you know what? You are. If you're walking away from Jesus Christ to follow a fake or false uh, gospel that Satan is leading you down, to, you know, a rabbit hole, it's a sin. Yeah. It really is. So be careful because even things that are online are garbage. Like, don't, don't, <laughs> how, how do I put this? There's times where I've gone to research something and it has just absolutely been disgusting. Some of the things I've said, you know, uh, did Jesus and Mary have a baby? And, and the Google response to that is, that is, yes, they did. And it's like, no, they didn't. <laughs> where are you getting that information? There's nothing biblical that says that. There's no history books that say that. Um, another one was, um, did... Did Jesus have a have a wife? You know, yeah. is another one. Did Jesus take Mary's virginity? Like all yeah. of these things that are just absolutely ridiculous. They're yeah. just crazy and, and outrageous. Don't listen to it. Like that's why I say, get yourself a, a King James Version Bible, where the internet isn't being manipulated by people, because people have to type that into the internet, that's all right. the information. So th- mistakes can be made. But the Bible, the Bible is the Bible, hands down from generate. I have a Bible that belonged to my father, and I have my grandmother's Bible from the King James Version. Yeah. Um, And I look at it from theirs, from my grandmother's, to my father's, to mine, and every word is true. Well, I just want to reiterate what you're saying by saying if you listen to our podcast, our last podcast, we had talked about how the devil uses people to manipulate them, Mm -hmm. and and he used Peter. I mean, I I got into that on the last podcast, how he used Peter to manipulate him, and and he spoke to Peter, uh, but when he spoke to Peter, he said, you know, Satan get behind me. You know, he didn't speak directly to Peter, and a lot 
lot of these people that are online writing these posts, writing these, you know, whatever it is online that you're reading, you know, they can be controlled by Satan too. That's why you got to go right to the text. You know, you don't know if you're following a wolf in sheep's clothing, like a lot of these faith prosperity pastors are, or if you're following, you religious know, people religious that aren't people, you know, educated yeah. in the Bible, don't know what they're talking about, yeah. spewing their garbage, leading people astray. I mean, the yeah. worst thing that I've seen is people spreading uh, biblical hate and, and yeah. they don't realize they are, but when you're when you're screaming at people that they're going to burn in hell and that there are people burning in hell currently right now and, um, you know, just screaming that God hates sin and you better do, you know, uh, you're going to burn in hell. And it's like, hold on a second. At what point are you going to teach the love of Jesus Christ and say what he did on the cross was because he loves you yeah, and absolutely. there has to be a reason why he did that or everything is null and void it, it is and yeah. you screaming that someone's burning in hell currently is garbage and people mm-hmm. i know there's people listening to this right now and they're going to think i'm speaking directly to them and you know what i am Let me just tell you that what you're doing is wrong. Mm -hmm. If you knew your Bible, you would know that hell is is not Satan's playground. Demons are not going to be torturing people because hell was created for Satan and his fallen angels. So they're not going to be down there torturing anybody. They're going to be down there being tortured themselves. And nobody's down there currently right now because... God is a just and merciful God. He's a God of love. So if somebody who was doomed for hell back in biblical times, and then you have somebody who's doomed for hell currently in our day today, why is the person in biblical times being tortured for thousands and thousands of years before this guy? Why is he getting worse when this guy currently has done the same thing? The Bible says that everybody's sleeping, that everybody is sleeping, and that when Jesus comes, he's going to resurrect his people who are sleeping in the grave, and they will be caught up with him in the sky. It doesn't say that anybody's in heaven right now. Yeah, or hell. Or hell. Yeah, and the thing is, when you when you jam hell down people's throats, you're driving them away from God. Because then they think, well, I'm not good enough for God, so I could never be forgiven by him. But that's not the message of the gospel. Like, you read the word of God, and the message of the gospel is that God loved the world so much that he gave his only yes. begotten son, so that whomsoever would believe in him would not perish or go to hell. And that's the message that people need to hear, is God is a God of love. Yes, he's a, a wrathful and you know, judging God and vengeful God too. But I mean, he, he knows our hearts. And if we give our hearts to Jesus Christ, you know, he can forgive us. And that's the whole point of the cross. And when you say everyone's going to hell, you're completely negating what he did on that cross. And the thing is, you know, it's, it's wrong to do that. It really is. And you're driving a wedge between people and God when you do that. Like they need to know that uh, the cross was God's mercy, God's love and God's grace. And that's what we're saved. We're not saved by our works. We're saved by God's grace and God's grace and mercy alone. And that's why Jesus died on the cross, because God did not want to see any one of us 
perish. Yeah. He did not want to be separated from any of us. Yeah. And the only way he could have bridged that gap was by the death of Jesus Christ as a sacrifice for our sins. Somebody had to pay for them. And right. he gave his son, Jesus Christ, to do it. Now, does God hate sin? Absolutely. I am yeah. not disputing that fact. Does God tolerate sin? No, yeah. he does not. But God knows our hearts. He knows our hearts. And you reading from an ESV Bible, an Amplified Bible, a Living Bible, an NIV Bible, where scripture is tampered with, where scripture is removed, I'm telling you, you're preaching a false gospel yourself, and yet you're preaching that false preachers are wolves in sheep's clothing. Take a look at yourself. Check yourself because what you're doing is wrong. It's sinful. You're leading people astray. You're causing people to leave the church. You're causing people to leave Jesus Christ from having a personal relationship. Let go of the religious connotations to Jesus and have a personal relationship with him. It's the only way. Get yourself an NIV Bible. Read it. Study it. Learn it. Live it. And then start preaching it. And if you don't, do it that way and you just start falsely preaching what you think your own ideas your own agenda your own opinions that is incorrect yeah and you'll be held accountable for it yeah absolutely and i mean it all starts with giving your heart to jesus and yes you know if you've never done that you know we just invite you to say this prayer with us right now just say father in heaven lord jesus i confess you are the son of god i confess i am a sinner and I just thank you, Lord, for forgiving me for my sins. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my heart and being my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Welcome to the family Welcome if you said family, that prayer. Welcome family if you said that prayer, yeah. Uh, I just want to encourage you that if you've said that prayer and you don't have a King James Version Bible, message us. Mm -hmm. Message us. There's different ways you can do so. You can do it right on the, um, the what is it, anchor? No. Yeah, Anchor app. Anchor app. Uh, <laughs> sorry, blanked out there. Or you can get in touch with Justin himself at Justin Hoffman on Facebook Messenger. Um, you can get in touch with me, Allison Hoffman. Uh, you can get in touch with us through our email at uh, BibleCoffeeTalk at gmail.com. B-I-B-L-E-C-A-W-F-E-E-T-A-L-K at gmail.com. If you do that, you reach out to us, uh, tell us that you uh, just said that sinner's prayer, we will send you out a brand new King James Version Bible. Our gift to you, uh, if you don't know how to read it, we will help you read it without throwing our own opinions, interpretation, uh, anything like that. We will just help you uh, look things up, to research things, point you in the right direction. We will help pray for you. We will pray for you. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to share your testimony with us, we'd be glad to hear it. Yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, that's that's all I have to say on this. And I just really wanted to, the Holy Spirit was really putting this one in my heart tonight. I know we, we did a podcast earlier, yeah. but when the Holy Spirit puts something on my heart, I I have to listen to him. And this one was, was pretty heavy on my heart because there's so many people that dispute the King James Version Bible by saying it's, sorry, hold on. Garn verklempt. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. Chickpeas. <laughs> They're not chick, nor are they peas. <laughs> All right. So the, the Holy Spirit really put this one on my heart because there's so many people that say, well, I don't understand it. Or they're reading from different translations that give just total false uh, information. And they're leading people astray. And yeah. this whole podcast was designed to help, to teach, to lead 
to plant seeds for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And he's coming back soon. Hallelujah. He's coming back yes, so, so soon. Yeah. Sooner than he was yesterday or the day before. Right. Sooner than a minute ago. Um, yeah. And are Amen. you ready? Are you ready for his return? You know, uh, repent. That's huge. Um, say the sinner's prayer. If you've said the sinner's prayer and you want to go one step further, baptism. That's yeah. a big one. Yeah, you know, get baptized. Being reborn. Yeah, we've both been baptized in water, and it's it's uh, an amazing thing. You can yep. look into that. Um, really, just just think of God like your Father. He's your loving Father, and He wants to have a relationship with you. And Jesus made that possible by what He yes, did on he the cross. Did. Thank you, God. Yeah. So, my favorite verse that I would like to leave you with from the King James Version Bible says uh, in Joshua one nine, "Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord." thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. Yes, hallelujah. Love that one. Yeah, and I'll go ahead and uh, I'll read uh, (laughs) my favorite verse, which is Jeremiah 29 11, and it says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an unexpected end. Amen. Amen. I love those verses. Those are so encouraging and uplifting. If you have a favorite verse, if you do have a Bible and have a favorite verse, we would love to hear it. The, The Bible is just so filled with wisdom and beautiful scriptures to encourage our hearts and to uh, bless us every day. Amen. Anyways, guys, that's our podcast for today, uh, for tonight, because this is the second one we've done. The second one of the day, yeah. Second yeah. one. We'll be Anyways, back with a new one tomorrow. Yes, we will. Yeah. This is the Hoffman signing Hoffmans. off for now. Thank you for joining us. Bye, guys. God bless. Bye-bye. Hey guys, I just wanted to thank you for taking this time with me today to fellowship and learn more about our wonderful Heavenly Father, His perfect Son, Jesus Christ, and the incredible Holy Spirit as we apply the Bible to our lives and our faith. I hope that what you heard today has touched your heart and is tended to administered by the Holy Spirit. I pray that He fills you with His discernmentship and understanding so that the words of the Bible imprint on your heart with meaning and worth. Until we're again together fellowshipping over coffee, this is Ali Benfield signing off. Bye for now, guys. Bible coffee talk. What? You're still here? Podcast over. Go home. Go. Cool.